This podcast is Entel Enhanced. To see pictures, articles and links of what's being discussed, download the Entel app. Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Podcast. This is episode 65 and my name is Gemma. And I'm Ian. Hey, well done. Hello, how are you? I got it right that time. Yes. Take hundreds. I, I know it's Sunday morning, Gem, and I, you know, brain is not in gear, and I had to think about what's my name? No, it's been and, a while. And the clocks have gone forward. It's just all too much. Uh, tell me about it. Did it? Did you? Did anyone else notice this hours gone? Because I just thought I woke up, and it's like, why is it nearly nine o'clock already? I feel like I've been in bed only four hours. I know. Now it's half past ten. I know. And, uh, but it does mean it does mean we get lighter evenings it does yeah we can fill our days with a lot more and we are on you know the 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 little can of freedom is being opened up a little bit more in the uk we're getting the lid is just being prized open tomorrow and we'll be able to look outside the can and go oh we can get out a bit more in the uk how about that that's gonna be a positive so Tomorrow morning, half past six, right we'll be there, Great Yarmouth CrossFit box with being put through the paces. <laughs> be gentle with us. If you're listening to us, be gentle. Not too many burpees. That would be great. I'm sure there'll be plenty on your on the list. I know. I did try and tell them that actually I saw on the internet. So if it's on the internet, you all know it, it is true um, that burpees have been banned for CrossFit this year, the rest of this year. So, I think yeah. you've dug a big hole for yourself. I know, I know. So, you know, welcome back if you are downloading this episode. And uh, this is actually a podcast about scuba diving and many other things about under the water and above the water. But occasionally we do go off topic. <laughs> Your mind wanders. My mind. Okay. Yeah, well, it does. It does. You know, we, we have many things. It, this is the Big Scuba podcast for a good reason, because, hey, we, we, we kind of kind of try and cover it all, don't we, really? Yeah, yeah. Some chilled, relaxed. And, yeah. It is. And we, we like to say thank you to our lovely listener who faithfully dials in every week and uh, listen to us rabbiting on from Bungie and Pakefield and talking about all the fun things there is about scuba diving and having generally having fun in the water and above on it yeah yeah on it yes so that is that episode 65 and it seems like you know um we've just banging through these yeah well the weeks are whizzing by so this one's a little bit different it's not just you and i it's we've got no yeah, and I was going to say we've got a guest, but really, it's just you know, we we've got um, a new kind, a new member of the team, so to we speak. Have. Really. Yeah, you know. yeah, and she is Rosalind. Yeah, and uh, we are blessed by having Ros join us, and uh, I think we're going to be uh, hopefully. I was going to say testing her experience and knowledge, and but I got a feeling that might be the other way because. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll be under the spotlight, you know. You know. So it's going to be fun. I look forward yeah. to it. And, um, you know, but, you know, this is a podcast. So that means we need your audience participation. It is, that is part of the deal. You know, when you download this podcast, we need your comments. We need your feedback. We need you subscribe. And we need you to send in your questions. You know, yes, if yeah. you are a new diver, if you are, just starting out in fact you're a diver or just having fun in the water and you've got some questions then let's have them we'll let's let's test Roz out and let's see let's see how much she knows yeah it doesn't matter how silly you think the question is or you think it might have been asked before just yeah be free and ask it and then we'll... we like silly silly's good we, we can do silly we like that but yeah you know uh, and even to the the salty sea dogs of divers who have been diving thousands of years you know you can ask questions it's okay yeah. we, won't, we won't tell anybody 
Yeah, and it's been great for the people that have sent in questions. So we've got five questions being answered by Ros, and that will feature shortly. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, um, I want to say thank you very much as well. And also we need to say uh, thank you to our patrons as well, mm. our lovely patrons who every month um, dip into their back pocket to help support this crazy show. And we, well, we've had a new one uh, just this last couple of weeks, and her name is Susan. So. Yeah, so hello to you, Susan, and uh, we appreciate your support. You know, so thank you very much, as we do with all our listeners. Um, you know, we can't do this, and you know, every time we do the stats, there's more, mm. uh, and every time we do the stats, there's more countries, and it's like. You know, it always blows me away that our listener gets around all these different countries. Hey, we're actually up to 95. I looked yesterday. 95 countries oh, now. 95 countries. And um, it's mad, isn't it? You know, so uh, anyway, so let's also talk about um, some what we're seeing on social media. Let's talk about what we've been up to. Um, we'll get into Roz's questions with Roz in a bit. And um, also we've got some news with a new company who we mm. partnered up with yeah all so what have you seen on social media this week um well we've uh fourth element they have a new ambassador and she's based out in grand bahamas so in her yeah, name I saw that's good yeah her name's alana velikov and she's a marine eco ecologist i'm so glad you said that <laughs> ocean advocate <laughs> so yeah so she's um yeah, very passionate about the water, paddleboarder. She's an instructor and she's a free diver as well. So yeah. But yeah, she's, yeah, she, she's got quite a following already on um, Instagram as well, haven't mm. she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, look her up on Instagram. We'll put a link in the notes and that will appear and it will also appear on the Intel app if you're listening. Well, to maybe we could even invite her onto the old big scoop and see if she wants to uh, pop on and just say hello and let's know what exactly. it's like, you know. Yeah. Fourth Element Ambassador. Yeah, so it's all good. And obviously, Fourth Element have been very good to us. Yeah, the, um, the girls at Scuba Ambassador as well. No? No, okay. it's not in her bio. No, it's not. Oh, okay, I thought I just thought she was. Because um, I thought... I'd, no, I've seen um, she shared a hashtag with girls at Scuba. But yeah, but I don't... Yeah, she that's, hasn't mentioned That's interesting. I was wondering. But yeah, it's brilliant. And, um, you know, sounds like she's going to be doing some great stuff. And into the fourth element, ocean positive, which is good. Yeah. We like yeah. that. All environmentally friendly stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the way we've got to be these days. Um, I saw um, that on the Women Divers Hall of Fame, did you know, mm-hmm. um, that they are going out for, for, you know, they're advertising if you are looking for, get involved with the Women Divers Scholarship and there's a training grant and that's brilliant. We, we've had... Um, uh, May, ages yeah. of May, uh, Dericot, uh, on ages ago. And in fact, we've spoke to people who have been involved in this as well. Christine Sonata is another one who's who's actually, you know, Roz has talked about this as well. And, you know, th- this is a brilliant, brilliant scheme. Yeah. You know? And the closing date is right, it's coming up. You know, it's not yet, but it is cl- coming up. And that is on the 23rd of April. Yeah, and the actual scholarship is for $5,000. Yeah, but it goes further than that, doesn't it? It's not Mm. just the $5,000, which is is awesome, you know, but you get involved in a great scheme and you get to uh, basically tag along with some brilliant divers and, you know, does brilliant things for your career. If you look for a career in the scuba underwater world you know and um yeah uh you know if how, how old you got to be for this uh, i don't think there's any age limit on it um but you've got to be within can I apply? maybe i can apply no, not, well there's a big problem you're not a lady a lady <laughs> <laughs> you're worth dressing up for isn't it <laughs> what do you reckon not, i don't want to save my legs though <laughs> I think, I think they'll find you out yeah so but yeah you've got to be um within the research world you have to be a lady, to yeah, to be a lady. <laughs> but it's very serious it's all about marine and conservation so 
have a look at the website and the link in our show notes. And uh, yeah, if you're just about booze though, because uh, so Scotch and Soda have announced it as well, haven't they? No, they're a clothing company. Are they? I knew that. I knew <laughs> that because I am up with fashion. I am there. I think they're a it. Dutch company. Yeah. So, but they're, they're supporting it as well. So, so I think if you get through, you um, have given some clothes as well, and they're quite. Yeah, it is all serious noise. You know, uh, if you are, you know, maybe uni or that sort of age and what have you, and you want to get involved, brilliant scheme. Yeah. Absolutely. But don't hang about. Closing date, 23rd of April. We will mention it again. We will harp on about it a bit more because it is a brilliant thing. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and they will have other schemes coming up all the time. So it's just uh, yeah, it's yeah. worth having a look at their website and following them on social media. It certainly is. So that's that. I'm also going to give a little shout out to our good friend, Tech Clark, because I don't know if anyone else knows if you follow Tech and uh, Scuba Guru and um, his other uh, League of Extraordinary Divers podcast. Um, his daughter, Nicole, has got a you know, great result for her. She's going to Florida State University. Yeah, that's really good. A little round of applause for Nicole and a uh, little shout out for Tech. So, uh, you know, um, we follow tech and uh, he does some really great podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And there was one other news item. Um, it was, uh, Ros actually mentioned it as well. But the McGill University and the University of Mon de Montreal are looking for divers that have been stung by lionfish because they're carrying mm -hmm. out a pain survey. Yeah. So if you've been sung, stung, stung, stung. Huh? <laughs> They, they do just want to hear about the symptoms you experienced and the pain. And um, they're going to put that all together and, yeah, hopefully look at way forward and if they can do anything about it. So. Yeah, well, these uh, lionfish, they're, they're going, you know, they're kind of taken over the ocean floor, aren't they? Because mm. they are, they kill a lot of the small fish. Now, I was watching, I was um, diving on the Thistlegorm, well-known wreck. And they was I was watching an octopus on the wreck of the physical, yeah. and around it was a couple of other fish. Can't remember the name of the fish, but one was a yellow fish, one was a blue. If you know the names, <gasps> Doria. One of us, Doria. Oh, the marine conservationists of no. <laughs> Finding Dory. Anyway, but a lionfish was trying to get to the octopus. Wasn't particularly very big octopus but lionfish was trying to get to the octopus and the other fish were in its way mm. and every time the octopus tried to get out of the way the lionfish went after it and the other two fish then got in its way again and this went on i could have watched it for absolute hours you know and that's and then eventually the octopus um went off zoomed off and you could see it as it was changing colors yeah. and then you just kind of lost it in the background of the and it matched the uh, colour of the wreck. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. Awesome thing to watch. But if you have been stung by lionfish, click on the link that we have put in the show notes and you can just take an online survey. It takes 10 to 15 minutes and then you you do get put in a raffle so you can win a $100 visa gift. No worries, money involved as well. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, potentially, yeah. So, yeah, just uh, click on the link. Yeah, so if you've been stung in the past or recently, so it's worth yeah. yeah doing and you can be part of the research yeah absolutely um crossfit let's talk crossfit so um hope you're all keeping well and keeping fit out there we've just completed the uh crossfit open games 2021 we have yeah yeah got the last one in yesterday and at the moment i am ranking du -du -du. <laughs> I am 97,525th in the world. Super. Out of 137,390. So I'm like two thirds of the way in. Uh, let me just have a quick look to see where I am. Um, if, you, um, if you're looking at ways of keeping fit through the year, have a look at CrossFit, a uh, brilliant way. It's gymnastics, there's all types of keeping fit, cardio. Strength uh, training. Great group of people, positive place, and uh, I can't recommend it enough. 
uh, as well. You yeah. know, obviously, you know, we want to support our local gyms, you know, and we've got great friends over at Bannertines as well. But, you know, um, I do like the, the mentality over at the CrossFit. Pushes you, you know, yeah. pushes you down. And so, uh, um, yeah. So yeah, my ranking is 74,643. Wow, that's good. <laughs> Out yeah. of 108,000. Yeah, well, this is this was our first go, wasn't it, at the yeah. CrossFit Open Games. We and know what to expect now. So. We know what to expect and uh, we know what to do. And it is inclusive. It is for everybody. There's, you know, it's even for... Um, People with disabilities. Ages, yeah. Disabilities. Yeah. don't have, have equipment. There's no equipment um, sides to it as well. So, you you know, that's all fine. There's exactly. no excuse that, you know, you can get involved. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll look out for some more competitions if there's any online and... Yeah, well, I'm going to get some T-shirt. I'm going to get a T-shirt done so I can wear it with pride to say, I'm, I am nine... 97,525th in the world. <laughs> in the world, yeah. In the world. In the world, absolutely. Yeah, going to get, get that done. Yeah. On. And say hello to Shaf and uh, for, uh, he's always supporting us on the He's a big CrossFit. He is. He, he, he is. He certainly is. Um, so should we... Oh, I was going to say, should we see what Ross, um, go over to the questions? Yeah, let's do that. That's a good, good idea. Yeah. So, yeah. So here's Ros. Um, she is the founder of the Underwater Marketing Company and one of the co-founders of Eurotech that takes place most years outside of COVID. It's usually every two years. It should have been last year, but obviously because COVID, things yeah. over. So hopefully that'll be soon. It's good. I went a couple of years ago and it is a great show. So um, yeah. Ros is... She writes a lot of articles, um, but she's been in the diving world, uh, mixed in lots and lots of circles. So her experience is, yeah, amazing. So she's got... Um... Oh, she's, uh, yeah, brilliant. And, um, you know, she's forgot she's forgotten more information about scuba diving than what you and I know put yeah, together. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, so here are five questions that we've had sent in. And then we put them to Ros, and she answers them really well. Yes, brilliant. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. We have got Rosemary Lunn online with us today to answer some listener questions. So we've been asking people to um, message us, email us with their questions. And we've got a few, and Rosemary's going to kindly answer the questions for you. So, Rosemary, can you just uh, give a summary of who you are and what you do? Yes, certainly. So I learned to dive in 92. I've trained with BSAC and Paddy primarily, but I have trained with some of the other diving agencies, learned in the UK, um, taught professionally in the UK and overseas. I've managed a dive centre. Um, and uh, today I work with people like X-Ray Magazine. Um, I'm a staff writer there. Uh, I sit on the industry board. I sit on the British Diving Safety Group for safety. And I also sit on the Scuba Industry Trade Association. So I work behind the scenes with a lot of scuba diving businesses and manufacturers and so on. Um, but I also, I'm, I'm still an active diver. Um, and um, I know what it's like to teach diving both in the UK in a club basis and uh, professionally as a diving instructor in a dive centre and also teaching it overseas as well. Mm. Yeah, great. Lots, lots of experience. Great. <laughs> okay, so our first question comes from someone based in the USA, but he's thinking about returning to the UK in the summer. And he has asked, where are the top dive sites he should visit in the UK? All oh, right. Okay. Now that's a, that's a that's a very piece of string question, long piece of string question, isn't it? Because so we're a maritime nation. We've had two world wars. We've had wrecks, and we've had pirates, and we've had smuggling. We've got treacherous coasts, and so therefore um, we've got a lot of maritime um, wrecks around the coastline, and we have some really pretty good diving around the UK. Um, and it depends on this, on your your friend's um, experience. To be perfectly honest, how many dives has he got? Where did he learn to dive? What has he been doing? Has it been salt water? Has he dived in currents? Has he dived in um, waves? Has he only dived in quarries? 
Um, so we've got um, a very good resource in Scuba Diving Magazine. They've done a column for a very a, a number of years now called Above 18 Metres. And they've covered diving around the English coast, the British coast, I should say. And it's all sorts of things like Swanage and the Faroe Islands and Dorset. And it shows you places that you can dive around the UK, which are above 18 metres. Mm. And it means that your air will last longer um, and you'll have more light to see. And so your dive will last longer. And also the water is probably a little bit more warm in the shallower depths and it is deeper. So that's a good resource to start looking at. Um, the other thing is, have a look at dive clubs and it doesn't matter what flavor dive you are there's a lot of dive clubs in the uk and you've got things like the british sub -Aqua club the sub -Aqua association scott sack wazak um so you've got a number of clubs and also there's some very proactive dive centers out there with dive clubs so go along get involved find out if you like them they like you join a club that's active and go diving with them and they'll gently mentor you and they'll bring you on and they'll show you the tricks and the tips um i would suggest going in cold and taking a kit and hauling it down to um somewhere like lowworth cove or something and dropping in is brave um and possibly not what you want to instantly do um i'd do it under some mentorship i'd find some like-minded divers and go go with them but um you'll soon get into the swing of things and once you've learnt um skills and things that you need to look out for then you can start planning your own aquatic adventures and it's worth running it by a more experienced diving go well i'm thinking of going to here what do you think and making a look at the chart sharks and the tides and the weather and making go actually um, do you know the weather at the end of the month is going to be appalling I really wouldn't get in the water then yeah. or yes we've got some really quite kind tides then and the weather forecast is looking pretty good do you know what I think if you dived at two o'clock in the afternoon that would be a really good time to dive yeah and that um, that's really good advice and I think the you can't replace that local knowledge for understanding how a piece of water works because especially with our coastline, how it, you know, how it fit the slack time is, is affected at different times further along the coasts, you know, you have to allow for that. And, uh, you know, even when you go on a dive boat, isn't it? You, you, that, some of these um, skippers, they spend years, you know, uh, perfecting their knowledge and understanding, you know, where, where the best parts to go dive and safest place to go dive. And, yes. Uh, you know, 18 metres is still deep, you know, so, but you can still see a lot. Yes. And be safe. Very much so. Um, our skippers are, some of our skippers are phenomenal. You'd look at the likes of like Ian Taylor down on Skin Deep on the South Coast and his experience is vast. And yeah. of course he wants all his divers to have a really good, safe, happy dive because they'll come back. Yeah. And they'll, they'll come diving again. Um, so, of course, you're going to get good briefs off your skippers, mostly. I've only had one skipper I would never dive with ever again, who frankly was dangerous. But in 25 odd years of UK diving, one skipper, you know, our skippers are, are awesome. And if we do not support our skippers coming out of COVID, we're not going to have dive boats. And we yeah. are going to be more diving and we're going to lose so much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. Okay, let's move on to the... Um, unless, Gem, have you got anything else to add to that? No, no, that's a great answer. No, I'm yeah. sure I'm happy with okay. that. Cool. Okay, second question then for you, Roz. Uh, my ears are uncomfortable when I dive. Is there anything I can do to help? Right. I am not a diving medical person. I'm not a diving doctor. Um, diving should never hurt you. You should always be very, very gentle with what you're doing and you shouldn't be taking drugs um, and you shouldn't be popping things into your ears either. Um, a tip when you're diving is, especially if you're new, is to use a line um, and use um, a, a, an ascent line or a descent line and basically hold on to it or use it as a visual reference and effectively take a breath, drop a bit, clear ears, breath, ears, breath ears breath ears and you gently 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 come down the line and if you feel any pain you will have been taught stop 
come up a little, wait for the pain to subside, gently, gently with your ears. If you over force your ears, you can actually damage your ears and you can blow, um, I think, the round window. Yeah. Um, so please, I'm quite happy for anybody to correct me who's got medical knowledge on this. Um, but please just be very, very gentle with your ears. So if you feel pain, you should be coming up. And if you just cannot get your ears to clear, exit the water and also go and seek medical advice. And you should be speaking to the diving docs and speak to an ear, nose and throat specialist. Um, your GP, um, you may need to be referred by your GP, but your GP probably doesn't know very much about diving medicine. They do about half a day of diving medicine in about three years. And I believe that that is a voluntary much, um, education. So they, they have pretty much no diving medicine education unless they happen to be a diver and then they'll be really hungry for it. Um, so we've got the UK DMC, we've got the UK Diving Medical Council that you can look up and go and speak to a diving doc um, and get yourself checked out, but just be very gentle on your ears, always, always. And if you start feeling pain, come up. Never, never force things. Yeah, that's no, good advice. Yeah, even as a new diver, yeah, the, your awareness of your ears is yeah sort of crucial. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get any more uh, information with, with that question, and I'm curious whether that's a new diver. Um, and you know, and that's really good advice about using a you know a line to go down on, um, and whether buoyancy, whether they're they're not sure about their buoyancy, maybe they've gone in too. They heavy. could be popping up and down quite easily, because yeah. until you've mastered your buoyancy, that is possible, and your ears can be you know getting Radio Four and Classic FM and you know. <laughs> All sorts of things as you're bouncing up and down. Yeah, so, that have you a bit of radio four tuning in? <laughs> yeah, no, that's great, great advice. So yeah, but obviously diving docs are the people to seek out rather than maybe your normal GP. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we have another question about someone that hasn't dived, but they're thinking about going or trying scuba diving, but they've heard people say it's expensive. Is it? And kind of what costs are involved initially? Right. No, it's not. It's as cheap as chips. I learned to dive in 92 and my open water course then was about £650. To put that into context, into something that a common day context, in 1992, a first class stamp cost 24 pence. Today, a first class stamp costs 85 pence. Mm. When I learned to dive in 92, my open water course cost £650. On average, when we're talking years later, an open water course is about £500. Yeah. Now, everything has gone up in that time. Bread, petrol, house prices, clothes, stamps. The only thing I know that's gone down is scuba diving tuition. Yeah. And it's really cheap. It works out about... An open water course of about 40 hours is about £12.50 an hour. If you want to start looking at comparable things, a golf lesson averages between £9.21 and £21.12 an hour. Riding lessons are about £29.50 to £46 an hour. Skiing lessons are about £70 an hour. So £12.50 an hour to learn to dive where you can kill yourself or damage yourself or someone else is ridiculously cheap. Yeah, I don't yeah. know a sport that's cheaper than that, really. Um, and yes, there is some cost involved. And yes, you do need to buy some equipment. And I'd look at core kits. Your first thing that you need to think about is buying your mask. Masks will vary between 50 and 180 pounds. You cut your cloth and Try a mask on, try on lots of masks and the one that fits and is comfy, buy. And if it's £45 and it works and it can be great. If you've got £180 to drop on a mask that's comfy and fits, that's also great. But you, you cut your cloth and you may decide that you're going to buy a very expensive mask and, hey, you're going to go and buy um, economical fins. Mm. Or you're going to buy a mid-range regulator and a high range, high range wetsuit or dry suit. So 
um, your basic kit of mask fin snorkel boots and a, something like a goodie bag, right, is between 150 and 350 pounds, depending on what level you purchase at. Yeah. And once you've got that, that will serve you faithfully. And if you decide you're not going to take up diving, hey, you've got your, you, you've got your snorkeling kit. You can, if you look after it, you can use it for the next 20, 30 odd years. Yeah. Just pop it in your suitcase, take it away, and you can go snorkeling off the beach for hours. And it's amazing. And it's incredible what you can see, especially off um, some of the house reefs in Egypt and stuff. Yeah. You've got some phenomenal snorkeling and you can snorkel off the UK as well. You know, snorkeling with basking sharks, pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. So really and truly learning to dive is quite, econ well, it's very economical. Um, 500 pounds might seem expensive, but actually it isn't. When you think about you're paying for your pool time, you're paying for your instructor time. Um, the equipment needs to be regularly serviced. It can be inspected at the HSE at any time. Um, insurances need to be put in place. Yeah. You need to pay the instructor. The instructor should earn a living, living wage. And instructors in the UK really don't earn huge amounts of money. You earn more stacking biscuits in Tesco's, really. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. So, so it's quite an economical sport. And once you've got your equipment, then... You can go off exploring, and as I said before earlier, you asked about shore diving. You can shore dive. You can camp and you can camp and scuba, mm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cheaper than um, learning to drive, probably as well, isn't it? When you consider, yeah, it probably is. I mean, I don't know what driving lessons are at the moment, and that's a good idea. I, I hadn't even thought of looking at driving lessons, but you know, skiing seventy pounds an hour. Yeah, that's <laughs> Actually, in some respects, it is cheap because. You know, um, if you buy well, uh, as you said, you know, you buy good quality products, uh, a good quality BCD, good quality regs, all those sort of things, and you look after them getting serviced properly by your local dive centre, um, they're cheap because they last for years. You yes. know, they last a good time. And if you're using, the, let's say, a regs, for 400 pounds say on a set of regs say um and they last you five years and you get 100 dives in during a normal year it's cheap yes it's cheap um hobby in that respect but and so you can also sell them second hand normally as well yeah. And um, so you can get something and put that towards you know a new mask or a new set of fins um i'm a girl i've got eight sets of fins don't need, you know. Like shoes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's the same as shoes. Um, I don't need eight sets of fins. But you need the dress um, matched with the right fins, though. Um, no. I've got no? a very I've got an awesome dry suit. Um, I've got a beautiful dry suit. I've got some really good wetsuits. No, I don't have to. And be all matchy matchy. Must get I want uncomfortable when you're trying to have a dance on the dance floor with the with these fins and that. No. <laughs> Trust you, Ian. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know shoes, fins. No. So so you know equipment can last for years if you look after it, maintain it. You can also sell it on and buy something else if you get bored with your fins or something. You can you can always go and buy something else and sell on. Yeah, no, good advice. Yeah. So yeah. give it a go. Yeah, get scuba diving. <laughs> um, the other thing is, but cheap is not necessarily best. No. What is going to give if you buy a cheap course? It's going to be time. It's going to be your time in the water. That's where you're going to lose it. And you're going to lose your extra coaching and your extra counselling and your extra tuition if you need it, or just sheer amounts of time in the water. So, um, I hear and I see it on the forums and Facebook and stuff like this of, oh, I've been ripped off because they want to charge me £550 as opposed to £500. Well, actually, that's giving you extra pool time. Or you don't know for dive centres having to pay £100 an hour plus VAT for pool hire. Yeah. 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 You shouldn't, you shouldn't either, but you don't know how much they are having to pay to put stuff in place so that you have good in water time 
yeah. Um, yeah. What you should also expect to pay for is um, if you're going away on something like an open water course, you should expect to pay your um, petrol up to the dive site. You should expect to pay accommodation, your food, your entrance fees. You might need to pay for your air fills as well. Um, and you should probably expect to pay for your certification fee. Your certification fee is probably not going to be included in your course. Yeah. Some dive centres include it, some don't. No. And don't forget to buy your, t your uh, dive master and instructor a nice cup of coffee as well during the day as well. Yeah, bacon sandwiches and cups of coffee. That always goes down well. <laughs> it goes down immensely yes. well. Or oh, bring cake. Yes. Yep. Cake is good. Goes down and cake cake and share it with everybody and it goes down remarkably well on a course. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, let's move on to the next question. I am a new diver. Are there any tips on how to control my breathing and not feel in a panic? Get in the water and go diving. It's, yeah. it's just, if you're in tune with the water and you've got your buoyancy sorted, the more you do it, the easier it becomes, the more you enjoy it. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up if you go through your air really quickly. Um, I remember teaching a course in Egypt and um, it was off shore in Norma Bay and we start very shallow and everybody had about two inches of water above their head. And I said, right, group, let's go down. OK, you all settle. You're all happy. You're fine. Right. OK, you watch me. I demonstrated a mask flood. I, I then went and said, are you all right? Let's just check your air, shall we? And one of the guys on the course, he was on a 15 litre and he'd emptied his cylinder. He was on like 60 bar. <laughs> I was like, OK, fine. let's go up. OK, and I need to go and we need to sit out and I'll go and get another cylinder. And I hauled down a couple of cylinders. And, and that was how we got through the course was that I had to keep on changing out his cylinder fairly quickly. Yeah. And as time progressed, their consumption improved. So be kind to yourself. You're not going to be an expert diver yet um so be kind to yourself don't beat yourself up just get in the water be gentle remember what you were taught stay shallow practice and then it will start coming you don't want to hold your breath you don't want to skip breathe so skip breathe is where you go <gasps> and you That's hold right. your breath for a while and then you breathe out okay and if you do that you'll end up with the world's worst headache because you're giving yourself uh, you're absorbing you're, you're retaining carbon dioxide and so you'll end up with the most banging headache going it really hurts it's like an iron bar around your head so just breathe normally breathe slowly get into a rhythm but it's time in the water mm. just spend time in the water if you end up talking to your dive center or your dive club and saying, look, can I play in the pool? And you just come in the pool and you potter about and you play games and you practice hovering and you practice changing. You know, you look at a tile and you practice hovering to that. And then you look at another tile and you play with your breathing to get up to there or you play with your breathing to get down to a different level and hover. And just get familiar with how your body moves and your buoyancy. It will come. Yeah. We, we were all beginners once upon a time and we all struggled with our breathing and we all struggle with our buoyancy and it's all perfectly normal yeah experience yeah so i'm sure there'll be a lot of people obviously as we come out of lockdown that will think i need to like yeah desperately get back in the water and yeah, yeah. redo the skills you know and that's how we are as well. yeah last year i did two dives because of covid it's appalling yeah um so i'm going to be getting into stony or somewhere like that and going for bimbles around the six meter and the popping over to 12 meters and bimbling around and i'll probably do a circuit of stony to be perfectly honest which is a nice dive and bimble around at 12 meters around the edge um and just play and just exhilarate being back in the water again yeah um just just be gentle nobody needs to be a hero just and work up to it and you'll be fine do you know what, Ros? That's so good and uh, to hear you say that because, you know, uh, something of, of your diving experience and level uh, to say that, you know, that's what you're going to do. It, it kind of makes it feel good and feel right because that's what we're going to do as well. You know, we and you, you shouldn't be 
you know, sometimes in diving, especially with us men, we can be a little bit, you know, oh, we'll be all right, we'll survive, we'll be, we'll jump down, we'll go straight down to 60 meters or something like ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? But it's good to actually go, do you know what? I haven't dived for a while. Can I take I, it? I could probably go and do a 30 meter direct dive. Will I be comfortable doing it? No. Will I have a horrible dive? Yes. Will I be het up? Yes. Yeah. Will I be concentrating yeah. all the time? Yes. Will I? Will I probably go through my air a bit? Yes. <laughs> yes. I will not yeah. have a particularly optimal experience. It will be particularly ugly dive. Yeah. So yeah. why put myself through it? Why don't I do some nice, gentle, bimbly warm-up dives, have some fun, have some giggles, have a bacon sandwich and a cup of tea and a chat and... Yeah just have some nice gentle bimbles so that when I decide to go up to the farms in the summer, I'll be dived in, I'll be very happy. Yeah. And I'll exult in the seals and not worry about, oh, well, how is my buoyancy and what is my breathing doing? And yeah, yeah. yeah. no, very true words. So, yeah. And like you say, it's just feeling getting comfortable and not going any further until you're comfortable. Yeah. Yes. And we've heard that so many times haven't yeah. we, on the podcast with different guests who said to you, haven't they, Jen, you know, don't go any further in your training until you're happy at the level that you're at before you then proceed. Um, you know, we've heard that time and time again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And somebody else said to practice a skill every time you get in the water. Yeah. Every dive, do a skill. And yeah. I wouldn't race from course to course. Do a course, consolidate your diving, get 20, 30 dives under your belt. Dive for fun. Yeah. Yeah, just enjoyment, pure enjoyment and fun, and perhaps do a course a year um, to round off all the rough edges and to build on what you've got. And you'll get far more out of it than if you just dump from course to course to course. Yeah. yeah. You'll be a much stronger diver for it. Yeah. And the thing is, you want to enjoy your course as well. You don't want to feel I've got to do this to get there. It's, you've got, it's all a process, isn't it? And as I think, you know, it's like learning anything. You need to find the enjoyment in it to like really excel at it as well. I think. But doing a course, you learn skills and then afterwards, that's where you consolidate your skills. Mm, yeah. And you properly master your skills and you hone your skills and you make them sweet. Yeah, no, it's great advice. Yeah. So this relates to sort of training as well. Someone contacted us saying they find diving tables very confusing. Do I need to know how they work? As I have a dive computer that tells me all I need to know. Right. So in theory, yes, diving with a computer and just following the numbers on a computer is fine. Um, the real life diving question or answer is, yeah, it's useful knowing your diving tables. So what are your diving tables all about? Well, when we're diving, we're breathing in air, which is oxygen, nitrogen. And the nitrogen does nothing. We breathe in, gas exchange in the tissues, it goes into the blood, it goes around our body, gets absorbed into our tissues. As we come up, it comes out of our tissues, goes around our body, gas is exchanged, we breathe it out. And it does nothing. What we need to do, though, is we need to track the nitrogen. And that's what the diving tables are all about. And they're telling us how long we can dive for safely because of nitrogen. Why do you need to know your diving tables? Well, I know that if I jump in the water and I look at my dive computer and it, my dive computer says that I can dive to 10 meters for two hours, I know that's about right. I know that if I jump in the water and my dive computer says that I can dive 30 meters with no stops for 40 minutes, I know that there's something wrong with my computer. Something has gone badly, badly wrong with my computer because I know that I should be able to do a no-stop no dive to 30 metres. So that's without a safety or decompression stop. Um, 30 metres for about 15 to 20 minutes maximum. And then, then you need to stop thinking of bringing in stops or you're, you've mm. got to start coming up on off-gassing. So having an understanding of a dive table gives you, you can look at it and you can go, right, okay, so this depth, that's about the time I can dive for. So that when you get in the water, if your computer fails, which it has done with me, if it starts doing screwy numbers, which it has done with me, you have got this in your head of, this is roughly how long I should be diving for to this depth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
the dive tables are fairly simple to follow. Um, I can understand people um, getting their head confused in it. Um, a good way of describing dive tables is, um, so if you go to a bar and you stand on a table and you stand on the middle of a table, you're dancing on a table in a bar, right? You're gonna dance in the middle of a table, aren't you? Yeah. Because you're the safest place there, aren't you? Dancing on that table. Right, if you start dancing on the table and you start getting to the edge, right? Can start getting a bit wobbly, can't it? It can start getting dangerous. And you've got potential of falling off a table and hurting yourself, haven't you? Right, same in diving and dive tables. If you look at it and you look at your times and you look at your depths and you know that you want to do a 20 meter dive and you look up a time and you see the maximum time you should be diving for. And I don't have a table in front of me and I can't remember how much, how long you can dive to 20 meters for. Um, but um, say it gives you a maximum time of 25 minutes. If you plan for 20, you're, you've bought yourself some conservatism. Mm. You're not diving to the edge. You're not pushing yeah. the table to the edge. All right. And so that gives you something in your head so that when you get in the water, you can think about it. Now, remember, your dive tables are always square profiles. Yeah. When in reality, we will go down to the deepest bit and we'll bimble along and then we'll come up a bit. And every time we come up a bit, we're not taking on so much nitrogen. So that's why we get a bonus on the end of our dive. We get extra time in the water. Yeah. yeah. So um, for your, your person who's struggling with dive tables, go and find an instructor who likes dive tables. Um, and ask them to explain them and go through them and do some dive planning with them. And once they've got it cracked, every time you go and plan plan and do a dive, go and plan it on your dive table as well as your, your dive computer. Mm. So that you have some knowledge, some understanding of what figures should look right when you get in the water, yeah. just in case your computer fails, just in case you lose your computer, just in case your computer just dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It builds in a bit of um, security, then, doesn't it? And so. um, the other thing is that if you really get into diving and you get into tech diving, guess what? We use tables for dive planning, so you need to have that knowledge base. So why not start early? Mm. True. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and like before the question before, it's about getting comfortable with them and not. You know, just taking your time, learn them and yeah, digest it all. If you're struggling and you're trying to plan a dive and you're around other divers, nothing wrong with asking questions. Find a diver that can help you. Yeah. 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 And getting to know how the actual dive computer works as well. Because yeah, if you get if you've got a new, say a new dive and they've got a new kit and they've got a new computer. You know, we all love Sunto dive computers. They're, they're easy to use and what have you, or shear waters or whatever. But got to know how it works, what buttons you've got to press to understand how what, what information it's telling you. One of the worst stories I ever heard was a new diver putting on a dive computer and not really understanding it. And they did a dive and they had a decompression stop come up on their computer. Right. And they didn't understand it and they thought they'd done something really bad and they decided to surface fairly quickly and get out of the water. Now, luckily, they got away with it. They didn't take a hit. They didn't get decompression sickness. But they were really scared. And, and if you get a decompression stop come up on your computer, if you have enough gas and you are safe to do so, you need to do your stop. Yeah. You need to get your computer cleared before you come up. If it's a case of you're going to run out of gas, come up. Because yeah. it's easier to deal with a live bent diver than a bent, sorry, than a dead unbent diver. Yeah. yeah. True. So do understand, you made a really good point, Ian. You need to learn to com your computer and how it works, and, and then you'll get much more out of your diving. Yeah. Yeah. No, great brilliant. answers. Yeah. yeah. Really well, good. Yeah, brilliant. Well, thank you very much. There's been some really good information there. And um, hopefully this answered everybody's questions and uh, and more, really. Yeah. And there'll be more to come, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> well, I look forward to speaking to you guys again. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. No, thank you very much for your time once again, Ros. Take care, Ian and Gemma. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> and. 
and welcome back. So uh, that was our first uh, session with Roz and uh, hopefully the first of many more. And I want to say, you know, great thank you for Roz for sharing some time with us. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, people, yeah, just send in some questions. You can email us, you can direct message us, all of our social media platforms. Just, yeah, ask away and then we'll build up a yeah. bank of questions for Roz to answer when she comes yeah. back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I, I think what we're going to do, you know, we do evolve on the old big scoop, but that, let's be fair. And I think as... You know, it, it was our first one and that was really great. What I, I think what would be really great and what I might um, suggest is maybe um, it'd be good to hear what Roz is up to as well. Mm. You know, yeah. because Roz is involved with various stuff, different things. And that'd be great to hear what she's up to, where she's diving. And um, it's brilliant to hear that, you know, she just loves going for a bimble. She just like just getting in. You know, because you, you can get to a level where you, and I'd, I hope that would never happen to, to me, you know, uh, or yourself, where you don't enjoy just going for a bimble. Yeah, yeah. And she, just the way that she comes across, it's not all about depths and how long you can stay down. It is just yeah. about having fun and enjoying it, even if it's like five metres, ten Matching minutes. up with friends. Having a chat on the put on the on the pool side, on the water side, you know, or on the dive boat, and that is what dive diving is. It's why we love it. You know, it's yeah. a social social sport. You can you get to have a that. You get to put the world of rights, you know, for a bit. And um, you know, sorry, I'm am I keeping you? <laughs> I was thinking you're <laughs> My co-host <laughs> is now yawning. I'm, I'm, I apologise. It's a late night last night. It's just like standards are slipping. On the big scuba but you know it, it is and I so that'd be good to catch up with uh Roz in another week's time and um hear about what she's been up to what news she's got and also um I was thinking that maybe she could maybe we could have uh a debate what'd be really good is somebody comes up with some good questions that we get some debate going yeah well there's going to be a right a a yes or a no when it comes to diving, I'm sure. Uh, well, everyone's got an opinion, so uh, that'd be really good. So, yeah, uh, yeah please. Big thank you to Ros for definitely. Time. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to uh, you know uh, building this up. So that'd be good. Right. So, what else have we got? We have got the news of uh, Dark Tide. We have tied up with a U. Who's Dark Tide? Dark Tide. They are a UK company. Um, they're made up of a team of instructors, commercial drivers, drivers, divers and oceanographers, and they've brought out some ethical and sustainable clothing that you can pop on before you go diving, before you get all your gear on or once you jump out the water. So it's hoodies and T-shirts, but they're 100% made of uh, organic cotton. Right. Um, and they're produced in factories that use 100% renewable energy so everything about them is good and they're so, made in the UK yes yeah so um and they're just trying to obviously put a sustainable clothing brand out there so it's really now, did I not read that uh, once you buy a t-shirt and you kind of wear that t-shirt out and you think Oh, and you could do another T-shirt. You can actually send that back to them. Yeah, they're recyclable, so you can return it to them, and they then give you a store credit for you to then spend on your next purchase. How cool is that? Yeah, and the best thing is, um, it's all delivered in um, plastic-free packaging. So we've got our package here, and it's like really whizzy. Have we? We got presents. Yeah, yeah, we've got some T-shirts. Awesome! I look forward to that. Um, yeah, so but they have obviously they've got that in slim size for me, slim and trim, yeah, exactly. That's good, right. no, but that is brilliant though. Um, so you wear your t shirt, you buy a t shirt from you wear it, you enjoy it, and then once it's worn out, you send it back, yeah, they recycle it into something else, mm, yeah, and then you get money off to buy your next t shirt, yeah, 
Yeah. So, and the other thing that they do is they can. That's a, no um, That's a win-win situation, isn't it? You yeah. can't lose. And they even they've got their own designs of t-shirts and hoodies that you can just order online. But they are now doing a custom offer, so you can order four items and you can design your own logo or have ideas, and they'll design it for you. No, uh, what a great idea! I could get our t-shirts done with the CrossFit stuff and the numbers on. So if you're a dive centre or you're a group of people going out for a dive and you want to all look cool in t-shirts and hoodies that are all signed up with your logo and or a specific design then let the guys at dark tide know quote big scuba and you get a 20 percent discount why wouldn't you yeah 20 percent is pretty good it's, that, i just love that because i think that's brilliant you know that um you can wear a t-shirt wear it out send it back you know buy another one and they'll say that you or even save money on that get money off and, it, yeah and you know that old t-shirt has now been recycled to something else yeah yeah so that's really? great and obviously it's supporting british small business as well which is really yeah good. yeah well exactly you know yeah uh, so keep an eye out we're doing an unboxing video of the actual package that has arrived just to show yeah. you how plastic free it is show you the t-shirts and we'll be wearing those and then We'll be um, posting about the offers and where to find them. But the website is www.darktide. But tide is T-Y-D-E.com. Okay, brilliant. Okay, well, that, we'll put that on the show notes. And also, if you are listening to us on Etel, Entail, Entel. you'll have a link where you'll take automatic straight there. How good is that? Yeah, yeah, this Entel app is really good. So any if you download that on your phone, and then anything we talk about, you can then just click on that link on your phone. You can even now save it into a collection so that you can store all these things up and then go back to it at a later date. So it's really good. But oh, no, uh, no wonder our listener listening to us because we keep giving them no, money it's, off it's things. Bad stuff. <laughs> we see stuff. I know. Yeah, I'm listen to this podcast. Yeah, it's available just on. Apple or iOS at the moment. It's not available on Android until later on. No, but it's coming. It's coming. But it is good. And you can look at it on the um, website as well. You can look at their website and listen to the podcast there. Uh, Brilliant. No, that's that's really good. And Dark Tide, you know, that is absolutely brilliant. I I like the sound of that. Yeah. uh, So hopefully we'll do great things. And as everybody's now thinking about going diving, get get your team together and get them like, you know, some hoodies. So there's only four items you have to order. So, and it's, you know, they're not not expensive, um, but you know that you're doing the right thing for the environment. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's absolutely right. And, um, uh, I look forward to um, seeing that unboxing video, really. There's, yeah. there's something special about their packaging that people should... Don't, I don't think you should mention it, you know, because I think there is something special about it. And um, that'd be a little snippet for... A little something for our lovely watchers to uh, dive into and look yeah. and see. Yeah, so that'll be coming out next week. So. Yeah, quite yeah. like that. That's a good idea because you can use that packaging for other things then can't you yeah i like that because there's there's, you can see this thought there's a thought gone into the process yeah yeah companies need to shout out about these things if they're using plastic free packaging because it is so important and you know we know that um our friends at o3 they do as well but you know shout you know shout out about it o3 o4 you know uh, fourth element you know (laughs) numbers but yeah you know there's quite a few manufacturers who do um, have managed to get rid of most of their plastics now. You yeah. know, their, and uh, you've got to shout out about it because it just, wait. <laughs> what was that? That's the bat phone. Hello, yes. That was the bat phone. Someone just called the bat phone and left oh, a message. That's another listener. <laughs> So that brings me on to the next topic then, Jen. You know, it's a great way of leaving a message. Um, it's the back phone, isn't it? Mm, yeah, and it's amazing, you know, the number of people that have um, used it as well. And it's there just for anybody to use. It's just, you can just say hi or just say what you've been up to. Well, what we want is, so 
you know, people are now going out diving. We know our good friends over at Crystal Seas, they've mm-hmm. got some things booked in the next few weeks. Um, I believe some of them are actually booked into Stony Cove this week. So if they are going, have a great time. Let's know. Let's what know the what viz is doing. like. Yeah, yeah, let's know what the viz is like. That's going to be great as fact. No one's been diving in for for umpteen weeks. So mm. it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. It's going to be about six degrees, maybe a bit more. But it's going to be brilliant. It's going to be great. Imagine that. So um, if you are diving this week do let us know the number you need is plus 44 7810005924 so yes do leave a message and uh, we will play it on the show as we've done we haven't had any for a little while that'd be great to have some messages and um and as we are getting out and about the bat phone will be coming with us on a little on little road trips, road as, trips we, yeah. as we do. So, uh, and accompanied with a big, right, big red sofa chair. <laughs> the diver sofa. Yeah, oh, they'll be like, oh no, big scooper here, watch out, get away quick. But yes, uh, send them voice messages in, and um, or if you're even in the uh, scuba trade, scuba business, or diving, whatever, yeah, under the water. Let us know. It's a great way of letting us know if you've got an offer going at the moment. So. Yeah, any promotions, any new products, just put it on the back of the phone. It's free advertising. Yeah, we'll play it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really good. Um, okay. Um, so coming up on the next episode, we have got Emily Turton. Now, some of you might know her from the world of the Orkneys up in the Orkney Islands. Yeah. And, and Scapa um, diving, and she runs the Huskin, MV Huskin boat. Yes, yeah, a boat that she had specially built for the divers up there, which is amazing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, amazing uh, lady. Yeah. So. Yeah, look forward to that. That was a we had a good chat. She was on the boat, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. So we had the scenery of the dockside behind her, and yeah, she just well, she literally went to the Orkney Islands and uh, never left. Never went back. <laughs> no, so. Yeah, so it's an interesting we story. We know someone else has done that because Christina did that, didn't she? She went yeah. to yeah. Bahamas. In fact, can I just say hello to um, our good friends at. Ian's doing a strip tease. Oh, I'm just going to show. I've got my oh, Neptunic, your Neptunic, yeah. I have Neptunic t-shirt on today. This episode so. is dedicated to Neptunic. Neptunic, <laughs> yeah. So uh, hello to you fellas over there. And, um, you know, yeah, Christina, what she, that's what she did. was went, went to uh, Bahamas and never went back. And Emily's done the same. She went to the Orkneys, went to uh, see her mum and we yeah. talked. Oh, yeah. this, this is great. <laughs> and so she did. Yeah, so that episode will be out the first week of April. So. Yeah, look her up on huskyn.com. H U S K Y A N.com. Yeah, and maybe have a look at the um, significance of Scapa Flow as well. It's uh, You don't have to read loads of history about it, but yeah, it's very interesting. It is, but there is a lot. It dates back thousands of years. There's there's like Mm. standing statues and all sorts of things. So there's a lot. Yes, that's a great uh, podcast coming along. But I think, um, yeah, that's kind of about it for this this episode. I think it is, yeah. So uh, just a quick recap. So this week has been on the um, Global Recycling Day on the 18th, World Water Day on the 22nd. We said hello to Tech and his daughter, and also we mentioned the Women Divers Hall of Fame, Dark Tide, the Lion uh, Fish. Lion Fish Survey, CrossFit Open Games, yeah, and of course, obviously, Roslan. Yeah, and Roslan. So uh, let us have your questions, send them in by whatever means, on social media, on back phone, however you want to send them in, but let's have them and let us know where you diving? Come on, it's we're out the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Come on, let us know where you're diving, 
and shout about it. We've all been wanting to jump in. Come on. <laughs> There's lots of exciting oh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, so lots of... It's upon us. Yeah, lots of good times ahead in the water. In a little way. We, we, we're not there totally freedom yet, but we're getting there. It's all steps forward, and that, that is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so it's all good. And we're in the pool on the 22nd of April doing our basic skills, running through basic skills. Uh, we've, we've got some time in the pool uh, yeah. before we jump in the water, so that'd be really good. Yeah, looking forward to that. And I get a haircut. Yes. <laughs> you swish your hair around yeah anyway that's enough of swishing hair about i'm going to say goodbye and yeah. i'm going to say thank you very much for sticking with us for one more episode and uh, we can't do this without your support so thank you very much thank you for our lovely patrons and uh, you know if you're interested in being a patron just go to the patreon.com website Look at look up how you can support us and make all these lovely um, things happen in, you know, because, you know, all these things cost money. So we can't do it. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, that's going great guns at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. we're nearly up to 700 as we speak. So let's see if we can do it uh, this weekend. That'd be great. Um, great. OK, well, thanks for listening, everybody. And we look forward to welcoming you back on the next one. Yeah, so we'll be back next time with Emily. Yeah. Okay. All right. See you soon. And thanks for listening. And have fun diving, but be safe. See you soon. Yeah, have fun. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We are not affiliated with any agency or organisation, and all opinions expressed in this episode are our own and those of our guests. If you wish to make any comments about this episode, then please do contact us via email or our social media platforms that are listed in the episode show notes. Alternatively, you can send us a message or voice message via WhatsApp on the Big Scuba Bat Phone. And the number is plus four four seven eight one zero 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 five nine two four. We will always respond promptly. And thank you once again for downloading this episode.